0: Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. I have some questions for you today, and they are tough questions, but that's life, you know. Sometimes, a lot of times, to move forward, to move ahead, to ch- to change our trend, to. Uh, Our plans, to change um, where we're going, to change who we are, who we have become, to change what we're doing, to have God intervene and intercept and interrupt, you know, these plans, decisions, choices that we keep making that are stealing away from us and making us steal away from other people you know, we steal spiritually, emotionally, mentally, emotionally, financially from ourselves and from others. We deprive ourselves. We deprive others because we're deprived. We can't give what we don't have. We cannot give what we don't have. And if we're tired of taking and being taken from in a negative way, if we are tired of um, living a, half-baked life, we need the Holy Spirit, we need God, we need Jesus, and we need to face the truth. We need to look in the mirror and ask God to intervene, ask the Holy Spirit for help, because we're going round and round in what I call the stealing cycle. We steal from ourselves, We steal from other people. We steal from each other. And you say, well, how do we do this? How does this happen? Because we keep self-destructing and we allow others to destroy us. And we, in our self-destruction, destroy others as well. And we feed each other these false images, these false interpretations, these false gods, these these are uh, false sayings, these uh, fake personalities, false personalities, wrong images, and we keep feeding each other these lies just to survive, just to make it. And sometimes it's not because we want to do evil or we want to do bad or be ugly; it's just survival. It's how we are taught to exist. Our world is full of lies. In things people say, in things people feed us, in the images that we see, in the trends that we see, full of lies, there's always a catch. There's always a catch. There's always a lie somewhere. And we get caught up in these lies. And these lies become detrimental to us. And when they become detrimental to us, we find ways to cope. And then we become detrimental to other people. You see, it's a vicious cycle of lies, stealing from each other, stealing from our spirits, stealing from our emotions, stealing from our minds, stealing from our bodies, our souls, our hearts. And instead of feeding each other with truth and things that are eternal, things that are of God and by God, because things that are of God are things that are true, we all know this, we all know this, and, and, and we can deny it, but it's true. God is truth, Jesus is truth, the Holy Spirit is truth, he is the spirit of truth. They are the spirit of truth. There's no variance in them, there's no shadow of doubt, there's no um, maybe this, maybe that. No, God's word is yea and amen. The Bible says, forever, O God, thy word is settled in heaven. His word is settled. God doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't adjust his word to accommodate you and I, or to accommodate you and I. What he does give us is grace. What he does give us is mercy. His mercy. What he does do is he forgets. He allows himself to forget. To give us another chance. Another chance. Another chance. And yet again, another chance. To give us opportunities to grow and be reconciled to him. To change from lies and deception. To come in. To truth. And so we really have some very, very tough questions to ask ourselves today. And if we want to walk in truth, truth brings freedom. Truth is difficult, yes, but truth brings freedom. And no matter how you turn and twist around a situation, a condition, something that was said, something that was done, Whatever is true about what was said, whatever is true about that situation, that condition, it remains. It is the truth. We can twist it. We can try to, you know, cover it. But truth is truth. And so, as we listen to this podcast today, as we talk today, These questions are difficult, and some of the things I'm going to say might be tough on your heart, tough on your spirit, tough on your soul. But it's okay, because if you really want truth, you will become free. And so it's worth my doing this podcast if it'll set you free, if it'll set me free, or someone you know who needs to hear this. Your life is valuable. Their lives are valuable. My life is valuable. So let's be honest. First with ourselves and then with each other. And be honest with God. He already knows. He already knows. But still, having the conversation with Him, Asking yourself the real questions. Coming out of the lies. Those are things that are necessary to do. So that we can be free. Free. So. What is the value of your life? Excuse me. What is the value of your life? What is the value of people's lives to you? What do you live for? Who do you live for? How do you see yourself? How do you see other people? Why are you here? What type of person are you? What kind of human being are you? Who is stealing from you? Who are you stealing from? What are you depriving yourself off of? Why? Who are you depriving yourself off of? Why? Who is stealing from you? Are you stealing from yourself? Are you stealing from others? Remember, when we say stealing, we're talking about taking away something from yourself or from others that you should not take away. Stealing is lying, lying to yourself and lying to others. Stealing from yourself is imprisoning yourself in behaviors, that you know are taking you down the wrong road, the wrong path. Stealing from yourself is not having integrity. Stealing from others is you putting up a facade, a mask, for whatever reason. And sometimes we go through things in life that make us put up these masks, put up these walls, put up these barriers. But I'm beginning to learn that being vulnerable is honesty. Being vulnerable is walking in the spirit of truth and with the spirit of truth. Trusting God, knowing that I have nothing to lose. When I open up to him, when I'm honest with myself, when I'm honest to others, When I treat myself right, when I treat others right, then I'm not stealing from myself. I'm not stealing from them. Instead, I'm giving to myself and I'm giving to others. Stealing from others, stealing from ourselves. Having an ego that nothing can convince otherwise being self-centered, being selfish. It's all about us, not about humanity, not about other people, not taking into consideration what others are going through, what they've been through. And the flip side of that is allowing others to abuse us, to use us, to enslave us, to imprison us, to capture us and lock us up into situations and conditions. Nobody should have to live like that. You should not do that to yourself and others should not do that to you and neither should you do that to others. In John chapter 10, verse seven to 10, and I'm just going to ask, the Holy Spirit to help me here to deliver this message. Because it's not an easy one. The questions, the thoughts, the words are not easy. They will hit our heart, our spirit, our soul. But we need to do this. We need to go through this. Because we have to stop lying to ourselves, lying to others. We have to stop ourselves from being fed lies. Lies, things that will trap us, things that will make us make the wrong decisions, the wrong choices, these lies. And then we become trapped and entrenched in darkness, darkness that will deprive us of the light of God, the joy of God, the peace of God, the blessings of God, the goodness of God. Nobody should have to live like that. It's not right. I remember once I walked into a room, I was looking for something and it was dark. And I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was looking and looking and then I was like, wait, why am I looking for something in the dark when there's a light switch? There's a light switch and all I have to do is walk to the switch and turn on the light. So that I can see what I'm looking for, so that I can find what I'm looking for, so that I don't deprive myself of of what I'm looking for. I need what I'm looking for, but I'm looking in the dark. I'm looking in the darkness. I'm giving myself a headache. I'm hurting myself. Whatever I'm looking for is right there, but I can't see it because I'm not switching on the light. And this is what we do to our souls, our spirits, our lives, our character, who we are, the image of God in us. We we, we become these beings that are searching in the dark. We become these beings that are searching blindly. And we hurt ourselves. We steal from ourselves. We steal from our own lives. Because we are depriving ourselves of the goodness of God. We're not seeing ourselves through the eyes of God. We're not seeing people through the eyes of God. We're not seeing things through the wisdom and understanding and discernment and truth of God. We refuse to become delivered by God. We refuse to become redeemed by God. We, become, we, we, we refuse to become saved by God. And we keep living these lies. And we keep stealing from ourselves, stealing from each other, hurting each other, depriving, denying each other off of what is beautiful. So let's start with John chapter 10, verse 7 to 10. In the um, New International Version, it says, Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. Jesus is not hesitant. He's saying to us, all these other gates that you're walking through, all these other gates that are open for you, are filled with lies, are filled with traps, are filled with things that will steal from you, that will take from you, are filled with things that will cause you to steal from others. To take from others, to hurt them. You get hurt, you hurt others. The vicious cycle of stealing continues, goes round and round. And you know something? When you and I steal from each other, there are people in this world, on this earth, that benefit from that. The more chaos you and I create, the more we hurt each other, the more we steal from each other, the more we deprive each other spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, the more they benefit, the more money they make, the more power we give to them. This is what they want. This is what they want. This is what wickedness wants. This is what evil wants. They hunger and they thirst for you and I to hurt each other. And then they can create systems where this vicious cycle of stealing continues. And then they become richer, more powerful in their darkness. So you see, we have to stop. Go through the gate that is Jesus. Go through the gate that is the Holy Spirit. Go through the gate that is God. Jesus says, I am the gate for the sheep. Be a sheep, don't be a goat. Sheep will follow and he's the good shepherd who leads us beside still waters, who leads us beside, uh, who restores our souls, who leads us to green pastures. He doesn't lead us into darkness. He doesn't lead us into greed. He doesn't lead us into ego. He doesn't lead us into destruction and death. He says in verse 8, All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. If you are the sheep of Jesus, you will not listen to the thieves and the robbers that come. You will sense them a mile away. You will smell them. Why? Because when you have Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will cause you to be aware, will illuminate you. Illuminate your spirit and your mind and your soul. You will walk this earth with a sense of being, with a sense of knowing. Or should I say beingness and knowingness. You'll be able to discern what is a lie and what is true. Jesus said they came before him. They came ahead of him. They, they, they cut ahead of him. But it didn't stop him. It didn't stop God's plan. He is still the good shepherd. And they all came before him. Imagine, think about all the, the things that came before Jesus, the philosophies, the cultures, the religions, the, 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 the traditions, the science. Think about all the things that came before him. And all those things. Which one, who or what, ever laid down his life for you and I, shed his blood and rose up again and is seated at the right hand of God, praying for you and I? Who or what has ever done that for you and I? Believe what you may, think what you may, but ask yourself the question, who has ever, Or what has ever, the things we worship, the things we chase after, the people we chase after, the religions we chase after, the science, the experts and professionals, the things we worship, the people we worship, the things we pursue, which one has ever laid down their life for us, for you and I? None, none, absolutely none shed their blood for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only, only begotten son. And Jesus was bruised and battered and slaughtered beyond recognition. He cried out, even to God, even Jesus cried out. Why hast thou forsaken me, Father? But he still yet said, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's a shepherd. That's someone you want to follow. That's someone who will be true to you and true with you. He says in verse 9, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Enter through Jesus, people. Enter through Jesus, my brother. Enter through Jesus, my sister. Enter through Jesus, Holy Spirit. He is the answer. He is the way. Everything else is a lie even if something else carries some ounce of truth, some ounce of wisdom, some ounce of, I don't know, reality, they are still not the spirit of truth. They still did not sacrifice their life for you. Let's be honest here. It says, they will come in and go out. And find pasture. Let me read that again. I'm sorry. Verse 9 I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Do you want to be saved? Do you want others to be saved? Enter through Jesus. They will come in and go out and find pasture. When you go through the gate that is Jesus, you will find pasture. You will find pasture. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So you go and come, go and come, come in, go out. You will find the same Jesus. He doesn't change. You will find the pasture that he provides. It will not change. The type of pasture that will give you life, that will give you fresh breath, that will strengthen you, that will empower you, that will speak truth to your spirit, your soul, your mind, the kind of pasture that will not steal from you. He says in verse 10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Let me ask you a question. Are you a thief? Or are you allowing others to steal from you? Or both? Let me ask you another question. Are you here to kill? Does your life kill? Or does your life give life? Do you allow others to kill you? Or do you walk in circles where, or, where others give you life? And when I say give you life, I mean give you life through Jesus. And when I say give you life, I mean people who actually contribute personally, uh, positively into your life. Who build you. People who don't pull you down, who don't drag you down. What are you doing? What kind of person are you? Are you a thief that destroys? Or are you someone who allows the thief to destroy you? Wherever you find yourself now, whatever your response is to these questions, whatever you're feeling or thinking now, go through the gate, go through the drop everything and go through the gate. Who is Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ? Go through the gate and get your green pasture. And when you get your green pasture, share that green pasture with others. Don't become a thief and don't allow yourself to be stolen from. Let's break the stealing cycle. Let's stop stealing from each other. Let's eat the pasture that Jesus provides. Let's live in that pasture. Let's go through the gate. Let's live in that pasture and be a blessing to each other, to our world and to our earth and those around us. Let me read the message version of the same scripture, John chapter 10 from verse 7 to 10. It says, so he being jesus tried again he said i'll be explicit he says i'll be explicit then i am the gate for the sheep for the sheep for those who will listen for those who will obey for those who will follow not the goat the goat always goes the other direction the world wants us to be goats people benefit when we are goats They like that. They control us that way. But Jesus says He's a gate. He says, Come on in and out. He's not controlling. Be the sheep. Come in and out. Eat the pasture. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy spiritual food the kind that only God can give, the kind that only Jesus can give, the kind that only the Holy Spirit can give. It's yours. He says, I died for you, for you to have this, to enjoy the goodness of the Lord, to enjoy the abundance of the Lord. So I continue reading from the Message Bible. He says, I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Do you hear that? Do you hear that, my brother? Do you hear that, my sister? Do you hear that, listener? And you know it's true. He says all those others are up to no good. Sheep stealers, every one of them. Every one of them. Sheep stealers. They want to steal you and die away from God. They want to steal you and die away from Jesus. They want to steal you and die away from the Holy Spirit. Why? Not because they care about you and I. No, they could care less. But because they can benefit from that. When you and I go astray, when you and I become goats, they can control us. And Jesus is saying, come back, be my sheep. Come and eat the pasture. Go in and out. Be blessed. Then he says, But the sheep didn't listen to them. They tried. You see, when you're sheep, you don't listen to all those no-gooders. When you are the sheep, you know the difference. You learn the difference. You can pick up, you can discern, you can be aware of the difference. So if you're a sheep, you don't go with them. You don't go with all those who are up to no good. You don't go with those who are sheep stealers. No. You go with God. You stay with God. You be with Jesus. You go through the gate. That is Jesus. Jesus. And you eat the pasture that he provides. He says, anyone who goes through me will be cared for. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for. You hear that? Jesus will care for you nonstop. Every second, every hour, every minute, every day, every week, every year. Jesus will care for you. That's who he is. He doesn't change. He says, I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. Freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came, so they, you and I. This world, right? Right? can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they have ever dreamt. That's why he came, so that you and I can have real and eternal life, more and better life than we have ever dreamt or dreamed. Right? In the New International Version, it says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So do you and I want to continue in this lifestyle of stealing and being stolen from? Or do we want to go to the gate that is Jesus, where we are free and can go in and out and eat healthy pasture? And allow the goodness of God to work in our lives. So again, I ask you, who is stealing from you? Who are you stealing from? Are you stealing from yourself? Are you stealing from others? Are you allowing others to steal from you? Are you depriving yourself of the green pasture that Jesus has for you? Are you participating in taking away others from the green pasture that God has for them? Do you have a hand in that? Are you depriving yourself off of the goodness of God? Are you participating in things that will deprive others off of the goodness of God? What is the value of your life? What is the value of other people's lives to you? Do you value your life Do you value their life? What do you live for? Who do you live for? What type of person are you? What kind of human being are you? Think about it. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, again reading from the New International Version, it says, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. Listen to that. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. Let me read that in the Message Bible, because the Message Bible is so graphic. It says, uh, let me just find it. Yes. It says, it is absolutely clear that God has called you to, be f- to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, Use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. So you got to love yourself first and then you can love others. It continues to say, That's an act of true freedom. Love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. If you bite and ravage each other, watch out. In no time at all, you will be annihilating each other. And where will your precious freedom be then? Where will your freedom be if you, you, you are destroying each other, annihilating each other? Where will your freedom be then? God help us. God help us. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. Isn't that what our world is doing? Isn't that what we're doing to each other? We're promoting things that are destructive, destroying our spirit, destroying our mind, our souls, our bodies breaking us down bit by bit, bit by bit, stealing from each other, this vicious cycle of stealing. It's a stealing cycle, taking and destroying, taking and destroying, taking and depriving. Let's continue to read Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to read from verse 16 now, from the New International Version. It says, verse 16, Galatians 5, 16. So I say, walk by the Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh because the desires of the flesh destroy us. They destroy us, my brother. They destroy us, my sister. We take pleasure in the flesh. We take pleasure of the things of this world, but they destroy us. He says, so I say, walk by the Spirit, And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit. Remember, we're talking about the Spirit of God. We're talking about Jesus. We don't want to be goats. We want to be sheep. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit. And the Spirit, what is contrary to the flesh. You see, Jesus is saying, I'm the gate. Come this way the world, the thieves, the destroyers, right, are saying, no, come this way. There's a war going on for your soul, for your mind, your spirit, your heart, your body. Jesus is saying, come this way. Walk in my spirit. Come through me. I'm the gate, the true gate. The world and its trends and fashions and, 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 and all kinds of stuff is saying, no, come this way. Be a goat. Come and get pleasure. Come and indulge your flesh. That is the road to destruction. Jesus is saying, walk in my spirit. Don't indulge your flesh. That is the road to eternal life. The joy you're looking for, the direction you're looking for, the peace you're looking for, the healing you're looking for, the completion that you're looking for. It's here. I am the gate. Don't go that way. That other way is a way of destroyers. They will steal from you, kill and destroy you. He says, they are, they are, they being the flesh and the spirit, they are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, Since we live by the Spirit, that is if we live by the Spirit, I hope we do live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. If we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Again, let me read. The message version to you because the message version is very explicit, it's very graphic. Same scripture, Galatians chapter 5, from verse 16. The message Bible. My counsel is this live freely, animated, and motivated. By God's spirit. Then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. For there is a root of sinful self-interest in us that is at odds with a free spirit. For there is a root of sinful self-interest in us that is at odds with a free spirit. Just as the free spirit is incompatible with selfishness. These two ways of life are antithetical, so that you cannot live at the same. Sorry, let me read that again. These two ways of life are antithetical, or some might say antithetical, so that you cannot live at times one way and at times another way according to how you feel on any given day. <laughs> So that you cannot live at times one way and at times another way according to how you feel on any given day. We have to be consistent. Why don't you, it continues to say, why don't you choose to be led by the Spirit and so escape the erratic compulsions of a law dominated existence? Why don't you choose to be led by the spirit and so escape the erratic compulsions of a law-dominated existence? A law-dominated existence are these systems that we've built, these laws that we find everywhere, these, uh, 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 how do you say, the way we say things should be, the way people tell us things should be. But God is saying, why don't you live by the spirit so that you don't have these erratic compulsions One minute you're free, one minute you're imprisoned. One minute you're happy, next minute you're sad. One minute you're, just the the whole yo-yo, up and down, up and down. Lifestyle, never being satisfied, never being content, never experiencing the abundance that Jesus came to give us. It continues to say in verse 19, it is obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. It is obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Repetitive, loveless, cheap sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage, frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness, trinket gods, magic show religion. Paranoid loneliness, cutthroat competition, all-consuming yet never satisfied wants, a brutal temper, an impotence to love or be loved, divided homes and divided lives, small-minded and lopsided pursuits, the vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival, uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions, ugly parodies of community, I could go on. This isn't the first time I have warned you. You know. You know. If you use your freedom this way, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not inherit God's kingdom. But what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people a sense of compassion in the heart, and the conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, is crucified. Let me read that again. Legalism is helpless. In bringing this about, it only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, crucified. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, when we choose, that is when we become, choose to become sheep and not goat, When we choose to walk in the spirit and not by our own flesh or according to man's wisdom, this is what happens. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out It's implications in every detail of our lives. Work out its implication in every detail of our lives. Let Jesus be in every detail of our lives. Let the Holy Spirit be in every detail of our lives. Let God be in every detail of our lives. He continues to say, That means we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. Each of us is an original. You are original. The person next to you is original. I am original. We can't continue feeding our flesh. We can't continue feeding into the ways of the world. We have to walk in the Spirit. Please go back and study Galatians chapter 5. Go back and study Galatians chapter 5. Start reading from verse 13 all the way to verse 26. Stay with that scripture. Get rid of the the, the flesh, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like, you know what they are. You know what our world is like. You know the things you indulge in. I know the things I indulge in. We know the things we indulge in. And Jesus is saying, I am the gate. Walk in my spirit. I have pasture for you that's healthy. The stuff you're doing to yourself. The stuff you're doing to each other. You're only killing and destroying each other. You're killing and destroying one another. You're destroying yourself and destroying others. Stop. We have to stop. It's mindless. It's not freedom. It's a lie. We're imprisoning each other. We're depriving each other. We have to stop the stealing cycle. We have to stop it. I know this message is tough. But please go back and read Galatians chapter 5. From verse 6. 16, sorry. From verse uh, 13. From verse 13. All the way to 26 let the spirit of truth speak to you so that you can become whole so you can stop hurting yourself and hurting others now you know now you know i know it's hard i know it's difficult i've been there and i still go through and this war between my flesh and the Spirit. But every day, every day, I yield more and more to the Spirit. And I can tell you, he, he is the difference. The Holy Spirit is the difference. That's where you draw strength from. That's from whom you draw strength from. To get rid of the acts and the imprisonment of the flesh and the things of this world. It's not worth it. You want to make the kingdom of heaven. You want to end up in heaven. (laughs) I want to end up in heaven. I want my loved ones. I want everybody to end up in heaven. All of us should end up in heaven. That's why Jesus came. So let's stop all the stealing and killing and destruction. Let's stop doing it and let's stop others from doing it and let's stop doing it to others so that we might all have life and have life abundantly. You're my brother, I am your sister. Let's allow Jesus to take over, Holy Spirit to take over, God to take over. Let's walk through the gate, the free gate that is Jesus and eat from his pasture and walk in his spirit and get rid of the things of the flesh. In our personal lives, wherever we find ourselves on this earth, in this world, let's get rid of the flesh. God bless you. God keep you. God strengthen you. Walk in the flesh. Be empowered. I mean, I'm sorry, I take that back. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Go through the gate that is Jesus. Eat his pasture and have life, life abundantly. Have life, life eternal. Feel free to reach out. Activate God's Purpose at gmail.com. Feel free to write. Feel free to reach out. Activate God's Purpose at gmail.com. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Sending you much love. Sending you power through the Holy Spirit. Sending you deliverance through the Holy Spirit. Sending you salvation and redemption through the blood of Jesus. He died for you. He died for you. Stop the stealing cycle and have life and life abundantly. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. Amen, amen, amen.